Welcome back to another edition of the No Further Comments podcast, a.k.a. the NFC. I'm your co-host, Alex Meacheman. To my left. To the left. To the left. Is the very talented, very well-informed. No pen. No pen. No paper. No paper. No Venmo. Never getting Venmo. No Snapchat. We've been through this a ton of times. 2018, he is not getting Snapchat, folks. I do not want Snapchat in my life. I'm not about that snap. Instagram has all the same functions, except, it, except it doesn't disappear like you're like you're like a like you're sending some cryptic BS that yeah, you shouldn't be sending yeah. out. The good stuff. Yeah, whatever. Screenshots. He's a local fashion icon. He is Glenn Riley. I'm a local fashion icon. My name is Glenn Riley. What's up? What it do? What it do, Pimpin? <laughs> and front and center is our super producer, rocking that Jay Z fro, Mario Doremus. What's up, Mario? What's going on? All good. Glenn, what have you been up to? It's been a while since we've been in the Kenwood Studios here. We have not seen Mario since the Ohio State Buckeyes once again defeated the Michigan Wolverines. This time at Michigan. So you you can't can't put on the refs. And we did it with the help of a backup quarterback this time. That's how much better we are than the program up north. It's actually becoming um, a joke at this point. And your claim is that Mario has been ducking you. Mario has been ducking the, the the this entire franchise. He's been he's been shooing it because he didn't want to face the heat. Mm. The, but but the, now the heat from Columbus. But now the Eagles are in the Super Bowl and he wants to see you. You see how that works? Mm. It, it's dubious. Mario, I'm not ducking. <laughs> Glenn, look. When when my team is lost, I've always been gracious in defeat. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> You've been silent in defeat a couple of times, but. It's, it's, sure. It's it's unfortunate that Harbaugh can't get it done. He's what zero and zero and three now, zero and four. Well, well, here's here's the thing, Mario. You, you can always just say, "Hey, I live in the state of Ohio. Why not be a fan of the state?" You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, the, the old saying is, "If you can't beat them, join them." I, I never thought that way. But here, here and, and I'll, I'll never, I'll never conform to but, that. But my my thought is, you've already joined them because you choose to live. You were you were born and raised in Ohio, right? I was born and raised in Cincinnati. Yes, which, we, we which, have we have a team, which is in Ohio, right? We have a team. Yeah, we have a Cincinnati, the University of Cincinnati Bearcats. Are you more they a Bearcat fan? Talk, talk, Mario. Are you a Bearcat fan over a Wolverines fan? I am not. A oh, so, fan over, but I, but I, I Mario. But so there you have it. But I, I, I would have to look. If I owe these people money. Who you? <laughs> University of Cincinnati. <laughs> oh, wow. I owe these people money. Them loans. And they gave me they gave me a degree in return. Okay. So I, I think it's only fair that I go out and support. What's your loan local- amount right now? It's more than I can give them. Private information. (laughs) Yeah, asking private questions. I I was gonna help him out. Now, now. but 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 don't don't you dare disrespect the the University of Cincinnati because right now in college basketball they are ranked in the top ten. Okay, Mario. College college football coming back around. They they will be. They will be. Competing. If, if I pay off your loans, will you be an Ohio State fan? No. No. <laughs> no. Mario, you better think about that, bro. No. Mario. He, he can have just a couple of G's le- left. You know what I'm saying? So, so I, I, will, I will die in debt before I, I root for <laughs> the Ohio State Buckeyes. I will die in debt but that, that, before I root for the Buckeyes. Before you root for an out-of-state team to beat your in-state team. Let me ask you this question. And, and, Glenn, I know you don't go out of town a whole bunch, but when you are out of town, Mario, do you say to people, I'm from Cincinnati, or do you say I'm from Ohio? I'm from the great city of Cincinnati really? in Ohio. Okay. 
Glenn? Uh, I'd probably say Cincinnati. I mean, they, cause they know it, but I mean, right. I don't know. Like, like, I don't know. I'd, I'd probably use it 50, 50. I was salty once again this year. I say this every year mm-hmm. and it never happens. I try to go. I want to go to the, the Detroit auto show every year. Right. That, that's the biggest auto show in, in America every single year. And what happens is it's in Michigan, Detroit, Michigan. So, you know, not the number one destination on the planet. Unless you're Blake Griffin. Yeah, yeah. Which just happened today. It's cold and it's during the playoff time and no one, you know, has off that they can just shoot up on a on a weekday like 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 Glenn can because Glenn is is, is underemployed but chilling. So so I never get to go up there, but I'm always saying I'm gonna go up there and I'm gonna go up there with with, with, with the number one Ohio State varsity jacket on the planet, oh, and, and they're just gonna have to deal with it. There's gonna just gonna have to deal with it. You 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 ready for that? Those and see, problems and it was bought, see the thing is we keep winning, so you know I don't know if I, I would do it if we if we lose, you but what, they're always winning. Glenn, I I will I will have a tremendous amount of respect for you if when you go up there, uh-huh. you find a parking lot and you lock down that parking lot. With that Ohio State jersey on, yeah, you know what you say. What's that? If you bad enough, no, no, no. If you, if you bad enough, come and take this. No, no, no. The Jazz Fest, Detroit. Uh huh. You remember that the the parking lot with Detroit? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. This Detroit up in here. This Detroit. You tell it real quick. Oh uh, well, no. This is this is. I think um, was this Freaknik? It was. It was. It was a friend of mine. Basically, was in um. Uh, Parked his car in Atlanta at some event. I thought it was the jazz, the jazz fest. No, no, okay. this, this was this was out of town. This was in Atlanta. Yeah, and he parked his car, and I think he had, he had like a live car at the time mm-hmm. and stuff. He had like the, the bins with the circle lights in the nineties and stuff. And dude said, "Man, you got to um, move your car, man. This Detroit up in here." And he was like, uh, "Yeah, that's not happening." And he was like. No nah, man, you don't understand. This, this, this you got to move your 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 your, your sh man. This is this trip here. Mm, he damn like, right. He was like, like no, nah, I'm not. He's like, who, who, who are you talking to? Ain't no move car. And he, and he said, the dude uh put up it put up his uh shirt and revealed a gun. He's like, man, I got I ain't, I got to tell you no more <laughs> more man. This the trip. He's like, all right, this this, hey. this the trip up in here. Hey, now you, now you go up to Detroit and return the favor. Yeah, yeah, that's right. This is why up here. You got you got to, 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 to step T Grizzly. Oh. Hey, we've got a lot to cover here, so I want to jump right into the stat game. We're at episode 43. 43. Okay, so in Super Bowl 43, the Steelers beat the Cardinals 27-23. to All right? The Steelers, yeah, a lot of Bengals fans do yeah. not care for the Steelers, right? Is so right? The Steelers won their sixth Super Bowl in Super Bowl 43. All right, that was February 1st, 2009. Now, the Steelers have won it in 75, 76, 79, 80, 06, and 09 was the latest Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Now, if the Patriots win the Super Bowl this year, they will tie that with the Steelers yep. in winning their six Super Bowls. Real quick, the Patriots, 02, 04, 05, 15, and 17 okay. are the years for their Super Bowl. So... I want to jump right into predictions on yeah. the Super Bowl. Glenn, I want to start with you. What's your prediction? And give me the score. I hate to go against Tom Brady because it feels like like you're being stupid to do so because the Patriots always pull out these games even when they're under man. But I'm actually picking 
the Eagles on this one because I think the Eagles have the best roster in football. And if you look at what Jacksonville was able to do, you say, well, gee, couldn't the Eagles do the same thing only a little bit better? Couldn't they put up more points? And I think they're smart enough not to to ruin it. Like I see all these teams, and it feels to me like equal part the uh, Pats playing clutch down the stretch and the other teams kind of like playing into their hands. So I think at some point it's got to end. I'm going to go with the Eagles, and I'm saying uh, 31-24 Philadelphia. Okay. Mario, you're up. You're beloved. Philadelphia Eagles. Well, you already know which way I'm going. I do. But one time, just pick against the team that, that you're, you're on. Like, 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 but, like, like but put, put logic first. No. That won't, happen. that won't happen. The reason I say that they will win is because of the defense more so than the offense. Okay. I think the score will be 27 to 21. Okay. But the, the key to the game, mm-hmm. Chris Long. Okay. Chris Long, former Patriot from last year. Son of Howie Long. Mm-hmm. He will bring something to the game. And the verbiage can't, can't have changed that much. And I'm sure he still knows a lot of the hand signals. Okay. They'll use that to their advantage. They have a lot of guys on their line they can rotate off and on. They got a young yep. stud on the, on the outside by the name of Derek Barnett. Yep. The Eagles are going to take this game. And I also want to mention that, that they lost the starting middle linebacker earlier in the year. And Jordan Hicks, and they also lost Carson Wentz, who was the MVP candidate. Jordan Hicks from Cincinnati. Yeah. Yep. And they play more than half the year without their their starting cornerback Ronald Darby, and they still had a top five defense. Okay. They have Darby back. The defense is still the front seven is the best in, in the league, and I, I've been telling people that since like the third week. Yeah. Okay. There it is. Pressure bust pipes, and this. I'm putting this on record. I, I told you, put house money on it. Okay. This put will be Tom money. Brady's worst Super Bowl. Okay. Now hold hold that thought. Okay, we're we're gonna come to that. We're gonna have some Brady talk here in a second. I'm gonna go with the Patriots by three, thirty three to thirty. Field goal kicker will be the star. Okay. Okay. All right. Now I want to jump into a little Brady talk. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, Glenn, you and I last podcast talked about Brady being the GOAT of all quarterbacks. GOAT, yep. Now, some national discussion has been, is Brady the GOAT amongst all athletes? Mm-hmm. Is he the greatest of all time? I want to put that out there for you and Mario. Well, the greatest athlete of all time is out order. And I've told you about that several times, the the, the Olympic discus thrower that managed to, to – Rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm. Four consecutive Olympics to take home the gold. Never was the favorite. Okay. Always won the gold. Out order. <laughs> Babe Ruth, I think, is still the, the, the gold standard of American athletes. I think I put Ruth over Jordan as far as what he was able to do. Mm-hmm. Like Babe Ruth hit more home runs than, than like five or six teams in certain years. 
Like, like, and was the the best pitcher in the league, arguably at a certain time as well. Different, so different time, different time, different place, but still impressive. Yeah, wasn't going against black players. May possibly have been black himself. That's what ba- I heard. Beirut, and and not sober, not sober, drinking, carousing. The the here's the average day for Beirut. Okay, wake up in the morning with a mm-hmm. whore, get drunk by noon, hit three home runs by night. And back in the bed to do it again tomorrow. Bay Ruth, pure greatness. Mm. Yeah, I think I don't think I don't <laughs> think a better day than that. <laughs> sounds like a winner. Different, different whore the next night. Michael Jordan, uh, less whores. <laughs> this guy says be- better shoes. Um, I don't know. I think I think there, Jordan. There's, there's always been rumors that Jordan would drink beer during the games. You have you ever heard that nonsense? I've never heard that. You've never heard that because his. If you noticed, his water bottle was always taped. Like Mike, if yeah. I so wasn't Gatorade. No, they say he was drinking beer. That's been that's been a rumor for so long. Hey, if that was the truth, enough respect. <laughs> what was the what was the, the, the what was the brand? I, I never heard that. Oh, but, we, but but he was the apparently he was the only one that had his. Bottle taped. He had a bag. He had a, he had a paper bag. <laughs> if that if that is true, that is that is one of the greatest things. If 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 we could ever just say, I if, might be able to get that question if, answered. If somebody told me defensively, like, yeah, you know, the deal with Mike was he was able to, <laughs> <laughs> to drink beer. He got a buzz on. Could you imagine how many players would start doing that? That would be that would be amazing. So is is, is that more impressive than Ron Artest drinking Hennessy at halftime? Yeah, because because Ron Artest never performed like Jordan. Like that adds new meaning to the flu game. <laughs> True, he got a forty at that. <laughs> well, they they've always said it was he didn't have the flu; he was hungover. Okay, yeah. I thought he had food. I thought uh, from what I read, because on, on driven from driven within, they said he got food poisoning. Yeah, from but, a sushi restaurant. But another source said he was hungover. Oh wow! Well, yeah, I mean, which I mean, it could have been it could have been a lot. I don't need you're, we're we're Come taking. On. I don't need you skewing the image of 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 of. of, of, of Fine, fine, <laughs> upstanding sense of Michael Jordan this episode with these alcohol rumors. Could you imagine Mike playing in this era with social media and the camera, the camera phones on somebody all the time? Well, it'd just be a whole new game. You no, just have to, op- you have to operate by different didn't. rules. But I mean, but he, but he would, he would operate under those rules. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, yeah. I'm sure players are still doing what they're doing. But I mean, it's just kind of like you know, he, he was already private to begin with. Yeah, but like, like James Harden, I was just here like. Like what he's doing at the strip clubs is kind of like unprecedented, and I'm just like, I don't even know what that means. I've never heard this. What? Yeah, like this. Like James Harden is just like known for being at the Houston strip clubs. Really? Yeah, and, I, and but I've never heard like. Are, are you th- surprised? Well, I'm saying I don't know what that means beyond anybody else being a, like. How how is he more of a strip club patron than the next guy? Well, because he has more money than the, the than the next guy. Yeah, but but what like. I don't know. I don't know what the tale is. Like, is he is he letting money go? Is he just there more often? Is, uh, is does, it, I'm sure it's both. Does Houston have some of the best strip clubs? Apparently, yeah. Next that, to that, Atlanta, that, I think they are. Like, yeah, because Atlanta's always yeah, been that's like the, the creme that's de la creme. What, that's what Jalen Rose is, is, is known for saying. To like, like Houston is, is slept on. See, that's why a lot of these players they get traded for Houston get salty because they're mad because they were traded for Houston. But I, I won't lie. I won't knock a I won't knock a Vegas strip club or a Miami. Okay. 
Oh, so you have a you have a list of your your, your top strip Mario's clubs, top Mario? strip clubs. Yeah, we need we need forget this, this Brady okay. discussion. Top top <laughs> five top five strip clubs in America, Mario. Uh, well, I've only been to a handful. I don't know if I even that's been to five. five. <laughs> I, I'm saying I don't even know if I've been to five. Okay. Oh. So mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the best one I've probably been to was Sapphire in Vegas. Okay, okay. and that's, that's like, your number that's, one. That's the best one that they have. Okay. okay. Uh, two would probably be Club Eleven, which is a. Where is that at? It's, it's in Miami. Okay. It's, it's a club inside of a strip club. Mm. So not only are there – it's a dance floor, but there's also strippers in, in a private room towards the, the, the so rear. So you get, you're getting two for one. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. And, I mean, it's the, – do they, do they serve breakfast? A lot of strip clubs serve breakfast. In well, the I mean, it's, it's 24-7. Yeah. Okay. So, like that, that, yeah. And there's no clocks in there. You don't know what time of day it is. Like I literally mm. went in while it was dark, came out, it was light, and it's a it's a story I have to tell you off here. Uh, <laughs> oh man, Mario was getting it in. <laughs> Those yeah. are the best ones. Yeah, no. But I uh, went to a strip club in Atlanta, and these were some working professionals, boy. Like 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 all these ladies were were, were not of strip club age, meaning meaning older, not not younger. <laughs> but but the, oh, I mean, wow. it may have been some fifty fifty year old old the, the women. The strippers were actually. Fifty years old? Yeah, I believe a couple of them probably were. I would were, probably were high forties. I mean, it was some cute ones in there. Glenn but like, didn't leave. I'm, I'm not. I'm a, not here for that. Hey, Glenn, did you? Did, how long did you stay? Be honest. I wasn't driving, so I had to stay as long long as long as the the, the crew wanted to stay. But and I don't what, know. It's probably an hour and a half and stuff. I wasn't. I didn't pay for no like like. Uh, we was with this one cat. And he was like a Muslim brother. And he was like like kind of serious, but. He's he sure spent around around seven or eight lap dances. It was like, man, come on, uh, really? He could have. He probably and he was talking to these women like like they was like they was like like just normal decent women. Like like like, uh, yeah, you know, um, you know, Cinnamon's uh, pursuing his degree. Like, man, you're talking to them like they ain't strippers. <laughs> he was, her name was Cinnamon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You made that up. The only thing that could have got better on that story is if he was walking around and offered one of them a bean pie, and then, <laughs> and then we would we would have had the the, the full story. From Moss number five, man, Moss number five. Oh, so so we went from Tom Brady being the goat to top five strip clubs. But <laughs> <laughs> great, Mario. <laughs> what it what your your thoughts on Brady? Greatest athlete of all time. No, he's he's not even the greatest quarterback of all time. If we're talking talent wise, greatest greatest QBs of all time. Go ahead. Uh, who, who is the greatest QB of all time? In my opinion, yes, numero uno. Greatest quarterback of all time is John Elway. Okay, that's your guy. He's who I pick in a, in a draft first, but two, I would have to say Joe Montana. Okay, I look at Montana and Brady as the same person, and now Brady just kind of got more, so I got to go with Brady over Montana. Okay. But, you, you know, real quick, I'll let you get back to Amara, but the one thing about the athletes of today is, you know, like like Montana, Elway, I don't think those guys, I don't know if it was the time, personality, they've not been able to take advantage of the marketing outside of football like a Brady has. And Brady has that ability. Now, now listen, they, they did do some, but Brady has the ability to market himself and create an image that a lot of people say he's the greatest of all time. Well, I think one reason for that being is that back then, football players and athletes overall, yeah, they were – people looked at them as like they were – you know, they knew that they were of a different class. But now it's almost like athletes and celebrities are just one yeah. now. 
You know what I mean? So it's well, they make so much more money too. Well, yeah, and, and it's easier for him to to market this, especially with his wife being a, yeah, that's, a model. That's the, that's the difference. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's definitely easier for for Tom Brady. Yeah, because Tom Brady's wife makes more money than he does. Mm-hmm. So Tom Brady is legitimately like the stability of his wealth is like twofold. So when he like markets like a, a high end watch or whatever. It's actually more fitting than someone like Peyton Manning, who kind of right. like married, you know, girl next door or whatever, and you know, went to school in Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Brady, it 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 works. He, he basically went the high end road as opposed to like most folks to kind of go the popular road. So he's not, you know, advertising for pizza. He's advertising for luxury cars. Yeah, right. right. So so uh, so Brady, and I I, I really want to bring this up. Is this Brady's last year? No, with the Patriots. No, it would have been if Garoppolo stayed around. Okay. <laughs> that, that that's that's the rumor. But, yeah, but they don't have a backup plan now, so you're just riding with Brady till. And how much longer can he play? At he's this level? he's saying he's years. trying to go to 45. Two more years. Okay. I think I think that sounds he? reasonable. He's 40, 40 now, but he, he, I mean, he thinks he can do it for five more years, which is crazy. I, I give him two max. That would be my my guess would be two, but as long as you're not getting injured, like you know, he's got one more game this year to not be injured, mm-hmm. so he will be starting next year more or less the same person as he is now. So I don't know. Like I said, but I, I, my money's on him till it's not. You know what I'm saying? So, but well, yeah. With that being said, though, he's, he's I can't put him as the greatest athlete of all time. He's been playing what uh, is this seventeen years and eighteen years. And he doesn't have every passing record, which mm-hmm. if he were the greatest, I would assume that he would within that time being. That's like Kobe passing Jordan for most points. Is he a better scorer than Mike? No. Does he have more points career-wise? Yeah, but it took him longer to get there. But mm-hmm. what if Brady plays five more years like he intends to? Well, then, yeah, he would have every passing record, but it took him 20-something years to get it, to but, get all of them. Yeah, but I'm saying, but but to be healthy enough and good enough for that time, it's kind of like, you know, people saying, like, like I was arguing today, like, Jay-Z is obviously a better career rap, rapper than Tupac. And it's like, they say, yeah, but Jay-Z is is, is older than everybody else and, and, and was relevant for more time. I'm like, yeah, but that's part of the deal is to be, you know, I'm not going to penalize Tom Brady for playing 25 years because he took care of himself well enough to play 20 or 23 years. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? So if say he plays five more years, wins two more Super Bowls, goes to the playoffs four more times. Like that's awesome. If nobody, Mm -hmm. if no, if everybody else keeps retiring at at, at 39 and he's able to play for, you know, get six more years of stats and rings and accomplishments in, you got to give him that credit. You know what I'm saying? Now, if playing till 45 becomes commonplace in 10 years, then you you like can't give. You know what I'm saying? Then he he'll, he'll have competition just because the other guys did it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but 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 given but saying that he, I I don't even even know if I could put him in my top five athletes of all time because you still got guys out there like Muhammad Ali, Michael Jordan, uh, and that's only in Secretariat. Yeah, I mean you got Jerry Rice. <laughs> Jerry Rice is obviously one of the greatest athletes of all time. Mm-hmm. Deion Sanders, like the the list. Michael Johnson, the track. Uh, but I, I think one thing a lot of people throw out is the fact of how Brady came into the game and what he turned himself into. 
he didn't come into the game as his highly touted quarterback. Yeah. He came in as, you know, an unknown. For football to be our most popular sport, too, and for someone – Tom Brady is dominating football like nobody else dominates football in the modern era. Mm-hmm. To say, like, next year, your, your, your NFL preview – you're just pasting in the, the Patriots into the playoffs. You Knowing nothing else, I don't even know the team. I don't know if Gronk's going to be healthy. Their receivers are kind of always middle of the road. Um, their running backs are always changing. Their defense is going in and out. I know nothing about the team other than Tom Brady's the quarterback and Bill Belichick's the coach, and I'm putting them in the playoffs for 2019 already. For that reason alone. Yeah, and I mean, who else can you say about that? To that degree, for as long as you've 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 been saying this for the past, you know, we're going on twenty years that you can just say like, okay, um, two thousand three. Oh yeah, I think the Patriots are going to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, you two thousand nineteen. I think the Patriots got that. That's that's an extreme amount of time to to keep coming back to the same two folks dominating uh, a league as parity driven as. The NFL is. Well, I mean, you can say the same thing about Peyton Manning. Every year outside of his rookie year, he made the playoffs as a starting quarterback. That's true. And, and even Barn, like, say he he never had to suffer the neck injury, right? Yeah. Who knows what would have happened with Indy? Yeah. You, you know what I mean? That would How many more consecutive years of, of pl- like, playoff championship caliber football have we, what we have seen from Peyton Manning? You know, because obviously, I think the neck injury. Well, he just continued to ride on along with Denver. Yeah, so I mean, it, you didn't, you didn't, you can't. But but you could also say that the neck injury kind of hindered his performance towards the back end of his career. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like 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 Brady doesn't have that. So he's he like yeah. Manning was the, was a better regular season quarterback than anybody in history. But his clutch, you know, ability was real iffy, and Brady. Basically, is just as safe a bet to get you to the playoffs. And upon going there, his clutch ability is is, is been damn near impeccable. But, but I don't even know if it's just clutch ability because if you look at those Colts teams, a lot of them were lackluster defenses. They all ranked below the like twentieth in the league. Yeah, but, minus, but Brady's minus the one that, that he won the Super Bowl, which which was like what like the fourteenth ranked defense. But Manning's. Play always dipped in comparison to what you like. Obviously, you're playing better teams in the playoffs, but I'm saying, look at look at Brady. What you the 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 relative expected performance that Brady should be giving you in the playoffs should be slightly less than what it is in the regular season because these are tougher teams. But Brady always seems to elevate his play in the the bigger games. Manning. Oftentimes didn't, and in same thing in, in college, like he never beat you know Alex's Gators. Well, t- towards Damn I say right. I say t- anything on the back end of like 2007, I would agree with that. But anything prior to that, like he always had a top ten defense, and anybody can argue with me, but he had one of the best linebacking cores in probably NFL history, like collectively, and then he also had Ty Law, who was yeah, a top no five cornerback. No doubt. I mean, said said obviously Brady hangs his. I mean, Belichick hangs his hat on his defense. defense but yeah. I'm just saying. But Brady always play, They never lost the game because of Tom Brady. The 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 Colts plenty of times lost playoff games because Manning like had a two or three interception game when that was not his typical play during the regular season. And that that's all I'm saying. 
Well, if Brady plays well this weekend and the Patriots win, this conversation will continue. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. It, it, it'll get bigger. But I want to transition into talking about um, what's going on at Michigan State. Larry Nassar is going to 40 to 175 years in prison. Over 160-plus women have come out and accused him. And I heard this morning, Glenn, that three women have committed suicide oh, wow. as a result of what he did to them, which is just it's, it's insane. Um, the USA Gymnastics, uh, the entire board has resigned. The Michigan State Athletic Director, the Michigan State President has stepped down. Now, the question I have for you is, will Tom Izzo, the head basketball coach, and Mark D'Antonio, the head football coach, be next to resign and be forced to resign? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the the way this is moving, it is it's difficult to see that both of those dudes will be able to like maintain their position to me. It seems like there's been more guys in the football program than the basketball program. And like Izzo kind of has, you know, he's been there longer, so he mm-hmm. might have more of a, a stake, but you know, there, there, there's, you know, there's more football players than basketball players. So right. obviously the, you know, percentage wise, it could be the same or even more on the basketball side, but it's, it's difficult to see that both of those dudes could could be brought back. Like you almost have to purge yourself of, you know, we're, we're at the point where so many people are, are, you know, every day more and more people are being fired that, that I can't see a situation in which both of them are back next year. Mm-hmm. And if I was to guess, I would just say D'Antonio since he's kind of has, you know, less, less of a, um, of a you know time there and stuff would probably be be you know he's less of a figurehead but who's the same man yeah and i was watching a press conference yesterday with tom izzo and he was being pressed by one of the espn uh, reporters she was a female and she was she was really asking him some hard-hitting questions and he was shook and he he really and if you ever watch tom izzo talk he's so precise and sharp with what he has to say yeah and he was just i mean you got to watch it he's definitely shook so okay. so mario what are your thoughts well i personally think that both have to go you can't keep those guys around because if mm-hmm. if you look at what happened in louisville with rick patino right you know penn state with joe paterno like universities have to basically detach themselves from those coaches in those situations because they don't want the connotation or that dark cloud, you know what I mean, hanging over the university because if they keep both coaches, knowing what, you know what I mean, and it turns out that they know more than that they said they knew. Right. That's basically saying we value the, the, the athletic department or the sports. Yeah, winning. More than we value our the, the safety of our students. And, and no university, because at the end of the day, it's a business, it's an organization. None of them want that negative connotation. And if they keep both coaches, that's destruction for the organization and for the university. Yeah. Now, now, at what point, and, and Glenn, give me your thoughts on this, but at, at what point do other universities start looking within their program and thinking like, okay, you know, there might be some wrongdoing here, and yeah. and how do you how do you deal with those situations? And it, it comes down to money. Yeah, I mean, you know, like saying about the you know the the, the Catholic Church and 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 um, Penn State. You know, there's points where you just have to say, you know, 
you've got to be be proactive because like obviously no one wants the the stigma of this happening at their school but the cover-up is always worse than the crime and if you just see when it's happening and act on it there you know you stop the bleeding and you know hopefully you don't get get embroiled in, in what becomes a a full head-on scandal i mean it's all about the money, man. Like, like you know that that the basketball and football program are the revenue producing sports, and everybody's kind of looking like, you know, what can we get away with, and still keep this train r- r- running? Because absolutely, it, you know, you know, if 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 a if a no good player gets in trouble, oh, we can get rid of him. We yep. can we can rinse our hands of that. But if somebody who's going to win us a game or two, you know, it's a it's a real thing. It's like okay, well. You know, and then, and then there is something to be said about is somebody a bad kid, or is is um, you know, this somebody who's um, you know, it's kind of can be redeemed or whatever. Like, like I personally know of a situation where where a young dude who I've met and you know seems like a great kid and stuff, and he went to a school and he you know he, he's a really good player mm-hmm. and and some allegations were had and. They, as of yet, have basically been unfounded, and he's just basically him and like three other dudes are kind of like just off the team, and they never really, you know, got to the point of whether or not something actually happened. But just the stain of it itself was kind of like, I don't know if he's worth the trouble, right? And that's just kind of where you're at. But you, you know, on the other side, you get why why there is kind of a, you know, a no nonsense posse on that because if something is real that can get everybody you know in the process dismissed you know there's people that are going to lose their job at Michigan State who probably don't deserve to lose their job but in the overall scheme of things that's kind of like the pound of flesh we got to take out to justify the the sin that has occurred right. under under their watch yep and let let me bring this up mm-hmm. recently i heard the XFL is coming back. Yeah. Okay, that's that's the rumor. I don't know if it's official. 2020. Official. Oh, yeah, he's made the announcement. Okay. Yeah. It's Jim McMahon, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, Vince McMahon. Vince, Vince McMahon. McMahon, I'm sorry. Jim McMahon was quarterback. So, he said, I, I believe he said, and I, I was reading something on the internet, that he wasn't going to let anybody play yeah, he's that basically, has been in trouble. Now, if you have you know domestic violence, DUIs, you yeah. can't play in the XFL. Yeah, he's basically done a 180 from what... He 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 either is thinking that he can um basically appeal to the 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 Trump nation of, of you know the thirty five percent of the people who, who support Trump in, in, in his rhetoric about the um the NFL players, or he thinks that the reason the original XFL failed XFL failed was because they were on the other side of that so now they're going to reverse it. It's like he thinks that the opposite is true. And when the real thing is people don't care about uh, sub NFL football. I mean, they care about college, but that's the best you can be at that age. But so like, do you think this will go down? You think this will happen? Yeah. It'll, it'll happen, yeah. but it'll, it'll, it'll fail as well. Okay. Yeah. Like well, it did the first time. Yeah. Probably less spectacularly, but it will still fail because plus I think people – um, the next go round have less of a um 
appetite to see something, you know, we, we kind of satiated the market the last time. Plus he's talking about, he's got a hundred million dollars invested in the whole thing. Well, you know, a top notch quarterback makes more than, than two and a half XFL teams by that, that Matt, or, or you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So it's like, what are we talking Will about? Will Kaepernick play? Uh, I doubt it. I mean, that, that kind of goes against everything that, that he's talking about, you know what I'm saying? But, you know. But he's not been in trouble. Yeah. By law. Yeah, but I mean, but, but, but to his, but he, he's made, he, McMahon came out hard about, you know, we'll stand for the anthem and everything. He like did that. say that. Yeah. He basically, he basically just, just made a, a Donald Trump blueprint of what the XFL should be. Like, he, the, it used to be like black and red, the colors. Now it's red, white, and blue. I mean, it's just kind of, it's, it's it's super cynical. Like like you're just doing this because you're trying to gotcha. to gain like conservative support. Okay, but I got a question: Who wants to watch a, a league called the XFL, which stands for Extreme Football League? Yeah, but it's it's nothing but a, a bunch of a bunch of saints. Yeah, it's hypocritical. It's basically <laughs> like our league is based on on on, um, on lawfulness. Right? Yeah, right. And, and and it's so silly because it's not as though the NFL is just populated by criminal after criminal after criminal. It's so it's so cynical, right? right? Like, yeah, um, the average NFL player is not not a, a criminal. Stupid. Now the 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 jersey. He hates me. Right? Uh-huh. He hate me. Ross Smart. Now, how, how did, did did all the? I don't remember back then, but did everyone have nicknames on yeah. the back of the jersey? They not everyone, did. but you could put oh, you, whatever you, you wanted. Yeah. Okay, yeah. They, that, how come that never took off? Like, how come did you see Cause, people cause wearing it? Was it? Stupid, <laughs> but it's funny though. Like, it's funny, but like they didn't produce enough stars to really get that that going. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a it's a the XFL was it was okay. Like when I was growing up, because I was a fan of wrestling. Okay, so like I I the transition, and I, I mean I loved football, so like it was a smooth transition for me to watch, right? But now me being an adult, like, do I really want to watch a glorified arena football league? Yeah. No, not, I'm, I'm not here for it. I'm yeah, sorry. people just don't watch a sport. Like, no sport is good enough that people will just watch it because it's on. Like, it has to mean something to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like why don't people care about, you know, I don't know, third-tier soccer? You know what I mean? Like, like people watch soccer, but they're not watching it just because it's on. You know what I mean? Like, like if I told you a MLS game is going on, that you know isn't involved in like a team, like your local team or whatever. Who's watching that? Like mm-hmm. no one's like, oh man, I got to get home because the, you know the the galaxy are playing playing you know the fire. Like no one does that. <laughs> so you're not watching it. Except I, mean, I, might, I might watch the the first episode just to add a curiosity and have a, a you know an informed opinion. But like no, no no one's watching that. Mario, are you watching it? I'm sorry, I'm not. I'm not watching this. It's a ten week league, and the games are like on Thursdays or Wednesdays, some obscure day. Okay. And, and if it's on, and I think they have one game on Saturday night. I, I got more going on on my Saturday night. Okay, you know watching, what that means? Than watching <laughs> the, the XFL. Okay, I got you. Okay, so Glenn, you and I oftentimes just talk about when you go places. Mm-hmm. If you act like you're supposed to be there, yeah, you can usually get into a lot of events, mm-hmm. situations. If you just if you dress the part, yeah, and act like you should be there, right? Yeah. So, I don't know if you guys saw the video of the fan at the Pelicans game. Okay. Have you guys seen this yet? No. Fan somehow got 
he got courtside seats. I don't know if he bought them or his wife bought them or whatever. But he wore the exact warm-up outfit that the Pelicans wear okay. during warm-ups with the hoodie. Okay. He put his hood up, and he stepped on the court, and he warmed up with the team. That's what's up. And nobody noticed it. He even's taking jump shots. Okay. He's got the hoodie up. He's stretching with the players. Like, he is literally on the court. Finally, <laughs> he takes a shot, and he's he's probably – by the video, he's about six one. Okay, he's he, over. He's, he's tall enough. He's tall. He's overweight a little bit. Okay, but his shot is really bad. Uh-huh. It'd be like you know our friend Tabari. If Tabari <laughs> shot a shot, it would look like how Tabari would shoot. <laughs> a gratuitous shot out. <laughs> For those that don't know Tabari, oh man. So as soon as he shot it, the comedian Tabari McCoy. <laughs> shout out the the security guard came over and grabbed him. Okay. And then proceeded to scold him. Okay. And made him sit back. Now he had a courtside seat. Yeah, yeah. So he was he, already there. He just went and, and sat back down. It is so funny to to realize at an at an NBA game at that level. Yeah. He did that much on the court. Nobody saw it. Nobody stopped him. Yeah. The video's hilarious. And he's just stretching. He's like, it's like Oh well. <laughs> I won't lie, he should get a ten day contract. He just. should. For the Pelicans, man. <laughs> they might need an extra player, yeah, the right? The Marcus is out for the year. How about that? I thought about you as soon as I saw the tweet. I think we all did. And I was watching <laughs> I was watching the game literally and I thought he rolled his ankle. Okay. When they when when the reports came out, but I knew I knew it was bad when he couldn't walk off the court by himself. Uh-huh. What Sneaker Dave is to Anthony Hardaway, Mario is to Demarcus Cousins. That's not true at all, because <laughs> I will never get a Demarcus Cousins tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, speak now. Sneaker Dave has a, has a has a. You didn't know he has a penny tattoo? <laughs> no, you've never seen it. It's on his wrist, right? Yeah, yeah, it's on his wrist. What is it? Number one, the logo. Yeah, the one cent. Okay, okay, what that's with cool. like fifty stars around it. Okay. <laughs> Wow. So what did the Kings win last night or did they lose? They lost last night. Okay, yeah. So we're, we're they're on pace right now for <laughs> The I question think, is think, did they win? <laughs> you know they go lose. Well, they won two 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 straight before that. Okay. So, yeah, so they they're what, 16 wins. They're at 15 wins. So they they're, they're are, on pace for 30 games. No, they're not cuz we're already past the oh, season. Right. Well, they're, they're on, 27 I think or 26. Yeah, they they're um 538.com has them slated at 25 wins, I think, right now. So they, we, if, if they you're familiar, sneak, they can sneak five wins out. But I think they're tanking, though. Like, so, so basically, we made a bet that the Kings, if, if you tune in, Mario's Kings will not win 30 games. If so, um, I have to get him a, a Chipotle gift card. And if they win less, he has to get me a Chipotle gift card. And then we, we made it just to make it fun. Is that still on, Mario? Yeah, no, the bet is definitely still on. Okay. But, but you will be surprised because they're about to make a trade. George Hill is going to be traded. That's okay. right, for they're, draft picks. And, and <laughs> no, hold on. And they're going to get a piece that's going to get on those. They're going to get like 30 or 31 wins this year. Trust me. <laughs> trust him. Yeah, okay. Trust the, trust the process of Mario. But I mean, but they, but they have, things. you understand, like, like, like they're they're getting to the point, like in a few games, that they don't pick up the win win pace, that they've got to be like a five hundred team for the last like twenty five games, and that's really tough to ask for a team that's not been a you know winning one out of every four games. Yeah. You know, we've talked more, I think, on our podcast about the Kings than actually talk radio in Sacramento. Yeah, you, you realize that. 
ne- next subject. <laughs> Mario, now, if for some reason your Kings ever make an NBA Finals, we're going to give you a whole podcast. Deal? Deal. Just you, you and Glenn. Mario's I'll, got a, got a podcast back. already. No, no, no. I'm talking about on the NFC. Well, look. The Kings were robbed in in whatever it was, oh one or oh two. Yeah, Lakers? so so yeah, so so you know, will they the ever kid. make it back, Mario? I mean, it's, uh, Mario, will they ever make it back in the next how many years? You I tell mean, me be, before in your lifetime. In my lifetime, yeah, they'll make it. Back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, like I, said, I root for Mario's teams. I root for all my friends' teams if it's not in a direct conflict with with mine. So I mean, that's you know, not true. Who, 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 who Michigan? I, said when it's in direct conflict with mine. That's what I'm saying. Direct conflict okay. with thing. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, like, so Michigan, like, see, obviously, like, like, I root against Michigan when they're not playing against Ohio State, but, but that's like the rivalry. But like, as far as like, you know, like the Eagles, like, if the Eagles, Eagles are playing the Bengals, I don't really, you know, care one way or another other than that game. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, like Florida, like you know, I'm not a particular fan of Florida, but like if Florida's in the in the championship game against you know just a random team, I'm like, yeah, that's Alex team. Why why don't I want them to win? You know what I'm saying? Do you have the same theory, Mario? If if it's not involving the team that I'm interested in, I really don't care who wins. Mario, would you ever ever cheer for Ohio State? No. Glenn, would you ever cheer for Michigan? Probably not. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I rooted for Michigan basketball. But Michigan football really don't like. But I mean, you know, I mean, I'm not saying that there's no circumstance in which I, I wouldn't. I won't lie. To you. I, I have like I, I have a favorite player from Ohio State. Who's that? Ezekiel Elliott. <clears throat> okay, but it's just based off of the talent. I did. I did some drawings for um, the wide receiver last week in general, Paris Campbell. Shout out to Paris Campbell. The, you did a tyke or a uh, paradigm for him? Yeah, his. Uh, him and his boys dropping a mixtape, so we'll, we'll we'll see how that comes out. Oh, he he has a rapper name. Uh, I don't know if he got a rapper name, but but they needed some um, drawings. He reached out, so I was like, "Yeah, I'll hook it up for you." And he's like, "How much is it?" I was like, eh, "Don't worry about it, bro." <laughs> you don't don't worry about it, bro. Yeah, don't worry about it. Well, I mean, college students, man, like like they like you you should be getting paid. Yeah. Let me ask you a quick question, and this is totally off. This is kind of back to the Super Bowl, but yeah, you know, you're obviously a huge Ray uh, Shrimmert fan. Do you think they should have some sort of spot to perform at the Super Bowl? I would like to see that. Being that they had the commercials. Yeah. You saw the commercials, right, Maya? Uh I, I they had a commercial with the for the Eagles, right? Yeah, they had one for every playoff team had had a fifteen second Ray Shrimmer narrated rated uh, spot. <laughs> I'm so happy for how Ray Shrimmer. How did that deal go down? I, I see I, I, I talk these cats up and then like like they just keep doing good things. You're you, speaking you know Shrimp Life is coming. <laughs> Shroom Life Three is coming coming out soon. I won't lie. I think that the I think that the Migos should have been performing at the Super Bowl during halftime. I would agree with that. They can't. I let, would totally. They, they can't let that happen. I would totally agree with that, Mario. But Ray Shrim is more likely to get the Migos though, because Ray Shrimmer makes a a, a a brand of of non objectionable music. I think more so than than, than Ray Shrim. I think they're they're on an even on an even playing field. I think people think of like 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 people think of Migos as somewhat scary, but people think of Ray Shrem as like like fun, like like they like they get the party started. Well, Ray Shrem, I mean that, that's, that's that's why they got the NFL deal. Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's why I think they should be you know on the Super Super Bowl is a big party. Yeah, back to real quick, 
Will you be attending a Super Bowl party, Glenn? I will not. You will be watching it at Ho- your crib. Home alone. Home alone. Home alone. That's how you, so that that's you, how you can, watch the Super Bowl. So that you can absorb the game and the commercials. The commentary from the game. Yeah. The commercials. Yeah. That's how I do. I might get a pizza from Mod Pizza and I'll just chill out. You're, you're all about this Mod. I, I, I like Mod Pizza. Yeah. I've, I've I had brought it you a piece and, and, you, and you refused it. So. I didn't refuse it. Well, you didn't, Will, you didn't. Will had it. Will was hungry. Well, I'm not going to take it from Will. Will's our intern. He weighs 138 it's not, pounds. It's not one slice. I didn't have, have a single have? slice. Well, I bought one for myself. So I had, I had ate mine. And then I'm like, well, you know, I got I got this other one. I, I bring it for Alex. He's never had it. Now I come in and you're kind of like, oh, whatever, whatever. So I'm like, I ate half and he ate half. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't say whatever, whatever, did I? Well, you were like, I said I got some pizza. And you're like, no. Nah. So I I don't know the particulars of, of the decline. You just I know you did didn't eat it, so I think you know what I I had eaten before that, right? Yeah, before but that, I mean, so but, I wasn't. But hungry. you could have just take, taken a slice just well, just to be polite. What I'll do is I'll go in and and absorb the atmosphere, oh, and get get the ambiance. Well, there's one there's one Anderson now next to the TJ Max out there. By the way, I went to uh, speak at a high school okay. on Sunday, and. For for my gift to speak, they gave me a fifty dollars Dewey's gift card. No, that's what's up. Isn't that what's up? Yeah, yeah. Still, my favorite pizza in the city, which you disagree with. I don't like their. I don't think I like their sauce to the point that that I can I can rank it that high. It's not bad, but it's not it's not not number one by any means. I might have to bring some in. Well, I've had it before, so I, I mean, you gonna have it again? Yeah, whatever. I get it going. But listen. We got to bring somebody in here. Bring we we got to bring a guest in, okay, to to talk and and bring some sense to some of the things we've been talking about. I like to bring in a good friend. Got him via the phone from Los Angeles, California, he's L.A. A, he's originally from Jamaica, Queens, New York. Man, he's a full time contributor on Fox Sports One's Undisputed with Skip and Shannon, frequently on the herd with Colin Cowherd. Part time professor at USC. Man, do you know that? No, I did not know that. New gig for him. Man. Columnist for the Shadow League. He got the OJ the, the OJ hookup now. <laughs> I'd like to bring in a good friend, Rob Parker. What's going on, Rob? Man, what's happening? How you guys doing? Doing taking it easy, bro. Doing well. Did I did I do the intro justice? Very nice, Alex. You're my man. You know that. Did I miss anything? And my radio show on Fox Sports Radio every Saturday from five to eight PM. Yes. I think you can hear it in Cincinnati, five to eight um, I shouldn't say that. I should say 8 to 11 p.m. Eastern on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Yes. Fox Sports 1360 in Cincinnati. Yep. We will, we will definitely tune into that. So, hey, what did you do with that Cincinnati magnet I gave you? It's on my refrigerator. There we go. <laughs> there we go. Hey, my two years in Cincinnati, let me tell you, I love my two years in Cincinnati covering the Cincinnati Reds for the Inquirer. Um. I was just in heaven. I loved every minute of it. I used to drive over the 471 Bridge. Uh-huh. I lived right over there. Yes, sir. In Kentucky and just enjoyed my time there. And it was really short, but, you know. Hey, you're the only called. one. <laughs> uh, Say, so you're the only one. People people come to Cincinnati and leave it and, 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 and rag on us pretty bad. So, so shout out to you. <laughs> nah, true. I enjoyed it. I had a great job. and. I've met a lot of great people in a short period of time, and I have nothing but positive uh, vibes about Cincinnati. 
you know, other than March shot, maybe, but other than that, <laughs> the late March shot, but other than True. that, it was, it was really, it was great. Great. Well, that's why when you text me when I was coming to L.A. the last time, you had texted me and asked you to ask me to bring you a, a magnet from Cincinnati. I was like, man, that's what's up. So he, he really did enjoy his time here in Cincinnati. Right. So that's what's up. Now, you spent a lot of time in Detroit, and um, I believe you covered Michigan State while in Detroit. Oh, yeah. With the Detroit as, News. As a columnist for both the uh, Detroit Free Press and then uh, the Detroit News for nine years, I went to East Lansing covered the football, covered the basketball. So, yeah, I mean, was I there every day? No, I wasn't there every day, but I did cover it. Yeah, so so help us make sense. Uh, Glenn and I and, and Mario, we've we've been here talking about the Michigan State situation and what will happen with Izzo and D'Antonio and just trying to make sense with everything. If you could help us, from your opinion, get our arms around everything, and will Izzo and D'Antonio be gone? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look good from, from the report on Outside the Lines by ESPN. If people understand anything about uh, investigative journalism and what it takes to, to to break those stories and put those things out there and the sourcing you have to have and, and the lawyers that read everything before it's published, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of work there. And um, it's, it's a damning story. It just really is um, when you think about it. Because one of the things that I, I said this morning on – uh, undisputed was that, you know, the thing about Izzo all the time, especially Izzo, was that, you know, people used to always laud about how he ran a basketball program the right way and how clean it was and mm-hmm. he wouldn't he wouldn't do what other basketball coaches did and, and that was always the thing that he could hang his hat on, you know, along with going to the Final Fours and he did win that championship in 2000, but it was about running the program the right way yeah. and doing the right thing. And to hear that possibly, uh, allegedly, that uh, he covered up sexual assault, uh, a, a, a rape or gang rape, and kept the guy on his staff, uh, you know, um, who A, punched a woman in the face in public, and B, allegedly was with two teammates, and they were involved in a gang rape, and it was some sort of cover-up at Michigan State is disturbing. And if you saw the press conference yesterday, Tom Izzo did not come off looking good at all. I mean, just not. And uh, he looks like he's aged 10 years in the last week. I mean, if you look at his face, too. I was um, so I think that it's. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was telling Glenn about that press conference and how the uh, the female reporter, I believe she was from ESPN, she was really pressing yeah. him. She was asking great questions, and he seemed shook. Am I? Do you agree with me, Rob? Yeah, I do. I think like he never like he never expected. I think he was like he, he gave off the vibe like, wow, they're coming after me. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he he never thought that he would be in that position. Yeah, and uh, it's a different age and world we live in. So those days of where colleges brush things under the rug, and if you were a star player, and uh, you know you could play, they basically would do almost anything to keep you eligible and yep. and and out there on the on the court. And and you know that playing for UC in a big time program, but but um, you know those days are long gone, and. Um, Nowadays, people are going to have to own up to things. And it doesn't matter how big you are. We saw Joe Paterno yeah, that's get put what, out at, at Penn State. I was going to say, and he had the same, you know, pious reputation as, as Izzo did. I mean, 
at some point you it really doesn't benefit you to 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 you know have kind of a a no like a super clean rep because you know someone like you know, like a Bobby Petrino or something could kind of like say, okay, well, yeah, but you, you knew what you got when, when, you know, when you hired me, but you know, right. if, 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 no, if, no, no, it's, it's definitely, uh, nowadays it doesn't matter. Like, like what you did before and whatnot, when yeah. people find out and, and especially in this case, I mean, if, if, if there was a cover up and, and all I'm going to say is, there's still more to come out, more information or whatever. But if you think that ESPN went to, you know, publish this on some flimsy information yeah. or whatever, where it's a, where, where, you know, their character is in play, you know what I mean? Both of them, D'Antonio and Izzo, that's a, that's a huge story. And just knowing the inner workings of journalism and, and putting out stories where you're breaking they know all the sources, all the information, where it came from, why they're confident that they could run with that story. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah, a right lot yeah. that goes with it. Yeah. So, I mean, if, if this is what they're reporting, you can imagine the stuff that, that's 50-50 that they're on. Like, like, right. <laughs> like, man, yeah. Yeah, without a doubt. Now, hey, let's segue into the Super Bowl. First off, I want to get your prediction on the Super Bowl 52. Uh, well, I'm going with the Eagles. I think they've been underdogs the whole way. Think that dis- the defense have been disrespected, and all they've done is uh, performed. Uh, they were the fourth best defense in the league, and we've seen them shut down Atlanta. We've seen them shut down Minnesota, uh, and I think they have a shot to do similar for uh, to Tom Brady. I know everybody thinks it's automatic, it's a layup. Brady's going to win this to six Super Bowl and whatnot. I'm just not convinced of that, and uh, I think that uh, the pack. The uh, uh, Pats defense just isn't isn't really that good and can be exposed. And we saw even uh, Bortles, you know, put up twenty points in three quarters against mm-hmm. that Patriots defense. They didn't get any points in the fourth quarter, but but they put up twenty points. So so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles were able to put up, you know, uh, more than that. So I'm looking at like twenty eight twenty twenty eight uh, twenty. Four, something like twenty eight, twenty four. Okay. Um, yeah, uh, Eagles. Okay. Now, a, a lot of people have been debating: is is Brady the goat of quarterbacks? But we've been discussing: is Brady the goat of all athletes? Is he the greatest athlete of all time? And obviously, a no. lot of people look at no, Michael Jordan as the goat. G- give me your opinion on that, and why not? It's just then. First of all. Michael Jordan was 6-0, and won all six championships, won all six MVPs. When you look at his resume, it's impeccable. Mm-hmm. And Brady's lost twice. He lost twice to Eli Manning. To say he's the all-time greatest athlete doesn't even make sense to me. I don't, I don't know how he could be. And, and if you want to say, uh, you know, he, he's won five, five Super Bowls, he's lost two. And I call him the loat because I say he's the luckiest of all time. There's so many scenarios that have worked in his favor. And it's not to take anything away from him. He's a great player. He's played great for a long time. That's not the issue. But I can count three or four Super Bowls that easily could have gone the other way. Mm-hmm. And I look at all of their Super Bowls. Out. Every Super Bowl they played in, they could have won or lost. I mean... Just the, about, the, the I mean, Vinatieri it's, it's kicks, amazing. yeah, it's crazy. Like, like 
Tom Brady could be eight and zero, or he could be zero and eight. <laughs> like, like it's it, it's yeah. I mean, with seven and zero and and and, and, and zero and seven. Right, right. Point. I know yeah. what you meant. Right. I, I, obviously, because you could take away the helmet like catch, of- and you could take away the 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 Eli pass, and you could take away the the foolishness of of, of Atlanta, and you could take away the Vinatieri kicks, and you could take away McNabb choking. I mean, it's, it's so many ways. Even 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 the first Super Bowl, which they never even should have got to. Because he fumbled the ball, the Raiders should yeah, have the won that rule. game. Yeah, right. The tuck that that whole game, and then do you know how many touchdowns Tom Brady threw that postseason? Does anybody know how many? I'm, I'm talking about the whole postseason, including the Super Bowl. How many touchdowns did Tom Brady throw? I'm a guess three. Lower. <laughs> Two. Lower. <laughs> well, it's either one or zero. <laughs> Tom Brady threw one touchdown in the entire wow. postseason, wow. the one, the first Super Bowl that they won. Yeah, but in fairness, Jordan scored only like two points in the finals that one year. So, <laughs> oh, is that right? No, nah, that 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 that's purely incorrect. I was gonna say I don't yeah, remember yeah. that. Game. <laughs> that never happened. But, but my but my point is just that even in the last two Super Bowls that they won, nobody talks about that. Their de- you know, it's all about Brady, but their defense hasn't allowed a point in either of those last two Super Bowls against Atlanta uh, last year and, and Seattle a couple of years ago. Yeah. So there, there's other stuff that, that goes into it and the kicking game and Vanitary, uh is, is in the uh, uh, Brady highlight reel a lot. Um, he made some big kicks. So it's okay. It's not to say that Brady can't play. That's not the issue. It's just that things have worked out for him, and he's been very, very fortunate. Mm-hmm. So his, his luck runs out. I think it does. I really do. I think Philadelphia got a great chance. And, uh, you know, you lose Carson Wentz, and Shannon uh, uh, calls him on the show Wentz in a Lifetime, which I love that nickname <laughs> for Carson. And... Uh, you know, he goes down, and they still haven't lost. Mm-hmm. You know, they finished the year 13-3. and three. They won. They were underdogs twice at home, won both playoff games. I don't know why they would think that they couldn't do whatever they wanted to do and, and win. I, I just like what they've done, how they've stayed the course. And Nick Foles is the guy who's had a cup of coffee and a sweet roll in the NFL, and mm-hmm. nobody knows who he is. Yeah. guy was the starting quarterback in the league. The guy put up some really good numbers. Uh, and, and, you know, he's failed as well, but he has put up some numbers, and he has played as well as anybody in the postseason so far for a quarterback through two games. So I don't see it where he won't be able to continue to, to play as well as he has played. And if they do that and that defense can, can get some stops, unlike Jacksonville couldn't get one. Jacksonville needed one stop Lord. in the fourth quarter to beat Brady in them, and they just couldn't get it. Mm-hmm. If they could have got one stop, it would have been the difference in the, in the ball game. They were right where they wanted to be. They were up 20-10 to 10 to start the fourth quarter. I mean, you get a stop on, on the Patriots and you win. Yep. Hey, before we let you go, uh, we're, we're big here on, on top five list, and, and I know that you love – TV shows, Rob. I want to get your top five TV shows of all time. Starting with number five. This is this is so easy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, the campy Batman TV show from the sixties. Okay. Okay. Adam West. Love that. Yep, Adam West and 
Burt Ward, love that show. The dialogue is unbelievable. Love it. Uh, the Honeymooners. Love the Honeymooners. Okay. They only made 39 original episodes. Yeah. So my whole childhood growing up in New York, the Honeymooners came on at 11.30 every night for 15 or 20 years. So I know all the dialogue. To the moon, that Alice. Lisa was a genius. Yeah, <laughs> to the moon. Now, now that, wouldn't, that wouldn't play today. That, that, you would tell your wife. You, you that could, that could only be done in Michigan State now. You know, I did, you know, we don't want to make any jokes, right? But, um, but you know what I mean. You couldn't, you couldn't do that. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's uh, wild in 2018. Exactly. Um, Seinfeld would be um, number three. Another really funny show about nothing based in New York. Mm-hmm. I could connect to that show. It just seemed it was funny. Just funny stuff. Absolutely. Um, I would say. The Golden Girls would be number two. Yes, man. And I don't know, if, I don't know if you ever seen this show. Or the writing is is superb. Oh, no doubt. It has nothing. It's just a funny show. And people say, well, how could you connect to a show that's about four old white women <laughs> retired in Florida <laughs> and you're, a, you know, if you can't you relate to Blanche out, and you know, Rose, the, 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 exactly. you're not you're not trying. That's just human nature. It's just funny stuff. And the best line on that show ever was. Sophia was clicking the TV around, you know, with the remote. Mm -hmm. And out of nowhere, there was no real scene going on. She was just flipping the set. And she says, hey, look, there's a black guy anchoring the news, and it isn't even the weekend. It was just like a throwaway (laughs) line. Wow. I thought, how funny is that? Like, they just threw it out there. No doubt. Now, I uh, I used to watch the Golden Girls with my mother when I was young. We watched almost every episode, and... I've always had a fondness for that show just because my mom and I would always spend time watching yeah, my that mom show. Did. I watching it. There was yeah. one episode where Betty White, they, they, they chose that they were going to make each other um, Christmas gifts. And Betty White got everybody um, some nozzle that you would like, like you would sap um, maple trees with. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, who, who's the main character? Uh, Dorothy. Dorothy says, uh, Thanks. The next time uh, I'm in a, a, a forest with a stack of flat jacks, <laughs> I appreciate this. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really well written, and and the four of them played so well together. But my all time favorite show, and it's the reason that I'm a sports writer, is is The Odd Couple with with Jack Klugman and Tony Randall. Okay, I used to, again that show used to come on Channel Eleven. Every night at eleven o'clock, right before the honeymooners, and I watched it my whole childhood growing up. And there's nothing but great lines, great storylines, great fun, a lot of funny stuff. And I looked at at his character, Jack Klugman, was the sloppy sports writer Oscar Madison, and mm-hmm. that's where I got my idea to be a sports writer. I love sports. Oh, wow. I was a good writer, and I said. Man, I want to have my own column in the newspaper. And look at the job he has. He goes to the ball games, eating hot dogs, mm-hmm. drinking beer. You know what I mean? I thought, man, that's the greatest job. If I can't, if I can't <laughs> play first base for the Mets when I'm when I grow up, I want to be a sports writer. And that's how I got into the business. How about that? Man. Well, hey, Rob. As always, I, I appreciate you coming on the show. I appreciate your mentorship. You know, I'll send you different things that I do, and you always respond and give me your feedback. And I'm very appreciative of that. No problem. Anytime, guys. And I, I enjoyed it. And uh, we'll uh, 
Uh, USC, you later. How's that? <laughs> USC, you later. There you go, brother. Go Trojans. Yeah, I'll be in touch there soon. You know. Okay, Rob. Yep. Fight on. Yes, All sir. Right, guys. All right, Rob. Take, Take care. care. Always good to have Rob Parker on. Such a good dude. Man. No doubt. We gotta get this top five um, um, dramas next time. Yeah, without a doubt. He he's he's such Max, a great dude. And I don't think we could have predicted those five coming in. No, no. Maybe Seinfeld, but that's about it. Yeah, he's a big TV show uh, buff. So, But, you know, him being from New York, I do want to segue into a couple quick things, and we got to take one more call. I want to talk about the Grammys. Yeah. They were back in New York. Back the 60th, in NYC. The 60th Grammys were back in New York for the first time in 15 years. Yeah. So, and I believe it was at Madison Square Garden, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I thought, I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and, Glenn, did you, were there any performances that moved you? Uh, I thought the best performance was actually uh, Kesha. Okay. Because, you know, she'd been going through with her manager who had been, like, abusive and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So, I mean, I thought that was and, – and I wasn't familiar with that song. I, th- I thought that knocked it out the park. Okay. Yeah. Anything else surprise you? Mm, I was surprised that that, that that our boy got shut out. Hove? Yeah, yeah. I, did, I didn't appreciate that. Yeah, he was up for quite a few awards. He was up for eight awards and, and, and came away with zero. That I didn't. I thought that was. I don't know. It was probably. I thought that was the best album of the year. But yeah. I mean, not. And I mean, at this point, like you know, am I even? Am I even checking everybody's album? No. But I mean, I'm familiar with Kendrick's album. I'm familiar with with Bruno Mars' album. And I, I didn't think that 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 should just be uh, a, a zero for eight romp that 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 occurred. Right. So so Kendrick won for damn. Yeah. Right. Uh, Bruno Mars won for record of the year. Yeah, with twenty four K. Kendrick won best rap album and, and right, rap. right. Yeah, right. Yep. Uh, quick couple things. Yeah. What, what what's your take? And we were talking about Mario's uh, fro. What's up with Jay Z's fro and the stash and all that? I mean, I think he's just kind of it's just just older guy status. He don't really you know what I'm saying. He he ain't tripping no more. Like I don't I don't know if he's necessarily cultivating the look. It's like me right now. Does Glenn really care about his hair right now? Yeah, you kind yeah. you kind of thugging a little. I had bit. A, I had a, a a winter hat on and I took it off and it looks how it looks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, the women either love me or, or they don't. The hair ain't making or breaking it at this point. And, and where are they right now in that? They're they're always they're always around around eighty five percent. Childish Gambino. Yeah, I liked his performance. Okay. Had the kids singing. Didn't really know know what that was all about. I wasn't familiar with the song. I mean, you know, Redbone was the kind of like the song of the year. I'll tell you what. Those Apple Music emoji commercials, that may have been the winner of the night. When you got the alien singing, singing, singing Redbone. You know what? I didn't see one of the commercials because I got home late from a basketball game and I fast forwarded through every commercial. Well, when you see when you see those little, little emojis, you need to check out that. Here's a conspiracy theory. Apple Music didn't want Jay Z to win because that would be inadvertently promoting title, mm-hmm. and they were a large sponsor of the Grammy. So, that, so that's conspiracy theory number one. Interesting. Conspiracy theory number two. Okay. The women voters were not going to reward Jay Z for his rebuttal. His, his yeah, for his role in the Beyonce, um, um, you know, extramarital thing because. They didn't reward Beyonce sufficiently last time around, so they weren't gonna um, reward Jay Z this time around. Uh, that's digging a little deep. I but wouldn't be surprised th- but, if the but, title one, but but do you think that? But like I said, you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Jay Z has an affair on Beyonce, which you know, right? 
having an affair is bad, period. But, you know, women feel like having an affair of Beyonce is like like sacrilege. Right, right. So it's not like they like him a whole lot more than than Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So when you're you're in the voting booth, you have one negative against all of the characters. So they're probably saying, you know, A, he's won enough already. He's rich enough already. Um, Kendrick is probably more of the quote-unquote moment as far as like like someone said, oh, we're being hipper by voting for Kendrick as right. opposed to Jay-Z. And we're mad that Jay-Z had an affair, you know. So, you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, all, all I, that, I do, but I, I... I think in the voting booth, I think that... Okay, put it like this. Instead of that, imagine if Beyonce had an affair mm-hmm. and Jay-Z had an album out and he was riding the relative... Um, the 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 opposite situation now mm-hmm. is in his favor. Right, I bet he wins. I bet he wins one out of eight, at least. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I see what you're so, saying. So 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 if it could work for him in his favor, I certainly see how it could work for him in his detriment. And you feel that that Jay got snubbed on a lot of those awards? Yeah, okay. yeah. I don't. I mean, and you know, I'm a big Jay fan. So, what do you think about Kendrick? Do you think Kendrick is is, is overrated, underrated? Are properly rated, you know. And I was thinking about this last night, and I'm watching his performance. And, um, and did you understand the performance? I did not. <laughs> um, you know, and I thought, I thought, I think at times people view it and say, "Oh my god, people that was are so, reading that was so artistic." Yeah, but yet, exactly. They don't. Understand there was only it. one part of the performance that I really said okay. oh, that was kind of dope, and that was when he had. The red, I guess, yeah, the ninjas or whatever, and they were falling. Like yeah. that was kind of cool because it tied into you know how he was delivering the the verse. But other than that, I couldn't. First of all, I couldn't. I don't, I'm not familiar with the material he was delivering, so I don't know the lyrics to it. I couldn't understand it. Yeah, it was just he was bouncing. I mean, it was it was melodic. I didn't more know if that anything. was a, yeah. I didn't know if that was a song from the album or not. No. But it's, I, you hit on the point. I feel like people do things, and because of because this is a thing that, that I think artists face that. If you are, once you have been dubbed the label of great uh-huh. and have greatness, you know, with you, then people want to act like, oh, I see what he's doing there. And you don't. Right. But you just say it because you 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 um, award to someone qualities that they necessarily aren't, aren't bringing out. It's almost like if I said, watch this basketball game. This dude right here is the best player in the world. And he has an average game, but you're still saying like, "Yeah, I saw that." Like, yeah, when you know, like, but yeah, he didn't lead the team in scoring. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. And I feel like that's what they're kind of like doing with Kendrick, like, like act well, like he's doing better than what he's doing. Not that he did poorly, but I didn't get that. I didn't understand it, and I don't think I'm stupid. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I didn't, I didn't get the performance. Um, and I, I do think some of what you said is correct about Drake. Or, I mean, sorry about Kendrick. And I was gonna say. Next podcast, I would like to have the debate because I was asking some kids this: Who's better at this point, Kendrick or Drake? Drake. And I, I talked to quite a few kids, uh-huh. and I got different opinions, and some of which I think are very valid. Like yeah. I understand it. So next podcast, I want to debate that. No doubt. Okay. Um, real quick, too, I just want to say one thing about uh, Childish Gambino. I, I, I'm watching his performance. Okay. And I'm thinking, this dude is so talented. And I think he's smart. I think he's so smart and talented that I don't think he knows what to do with uh-huh. his talent and his smart, his, his intelligence. And I'm watching. I'm like, I me mean, sounds like 
His voice is great. Yeah. But like his album, like I liked it, but I didn't love it. Like I feel like he's just so talented. He doesn't know know what to do with everything. He's had better albums too. Like this funny that this album is the one that got rewarded. Like I get like that song is, is mm-hmm. killer. But like he's got some material on songs that didn't like uh, on songs on albums that never really popped like that that were really great. Like like uh like that what, three thousand and nine or whatever, or three thousand and five, like that that's cut. And that I don't know how many people are familiar with that, but he's got a couple mm-hmm. uh, other songs on, on that album that are like really good, even in the same vein, and I don't think people were fully up on them, but but it's weird, you know. He's done he, he's he's done like comedy as well. So, oh yeah, and you know Atlanta returns next month. So I mean, and then he's doing the Lando Calrissian joint um, for Star Wars. So he he's like in the running for like everything. Like if he you know he can get an Oscar, a Grammy, a a, a, a Tony, an Emmy. Oh, he's so talented, man. Yeah, I, 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 but he almost reminds me of a of a basketball player. That you see, he's he's got the perfect height to be a basketball player. He's got all the ingredients, but he just hasn't put everything together yet. As uh-huh. far as how he's going to deliver what he's doing, that's what I, I when I'm watching that performance, I'm like, he's Malik Monk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Um, one more thing bef- before we jump into our our call here, real quick. Yeah, uh, Drake dropped two new songs. Yeah, God's Plan and Diplomatic Immunity. Yeah. And there was a big debate going on on Twitter, okay, and, and one of your favorite Black Twitter, and BT, as far as which song was better, okay. I found that to be just funny that people were debating, and then they start trashing one song more than another. I thought both songs were, yeah, both songs were, were solid. Good. I mean, they're, but they're the two sides of Drake. Like obviously, God's Plan is is the more melodic song that that is the more you know groove worthy Drake that we've been getting the last few years and then the other one is just you know just drake can obviously a level rap well i thought that god's plan was more for the young hip crowd okay diplomatic immunity was more for like the hip-hop hits yeah yeah no doubt right but that's that's what rap is like like hard rap is for that and and you know melodic song soul singing rap is for the younger absolutely and by the way have you had a chance to check out the migos culture too uh, just the singles. I mean, Motorsport and Stir Fry. I saw the Stir Fry video dropped um, earlier today. I think. Okay, uh, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, it's got um, they're they're doing karate, so you you enjoy that. Oh boy! And I think uh, Pharrell and Nigo are are, are in the joint as well. So. Oh, I, have to, I have to check Nigo and Migos. How about that? <laughs> how about that for a mix? Hey, we have to bring back our segment. Okay. Walk ons against the world. We're we're doing it again. We've got to bring it back. Okay. And I like to bring in. Um, uh, a walk on. We've talked to him before in the past. Okay, but his popularity has really grown. He's pop. Is it because of us, or is he doing it on his own? He's doing it on his own. Okay, all right. he, he's he's doing his thing. He's a six one shooting guard. He's a junior. Uh huh. Out of your favorite school, I would need for you to uh, when you say the name of the I'm school say it. to to accentuate I, I, the I, the. I will. Okay. Let me let me do okay. it. The that's right. Ohio State. You see, Mario cringed. When I yeah. Did that. The <laughs> the Ohio State University, Mario. And it, it, this kid is an academic all Big Ten as well. There we, you we, go. We definitely got to put that out and there. And that's a conference that includes Northwestern, mind you. There you go. So He is the, I'm going to call him the CEO of Hashtag Tau Gang. like to bring in Joey Lane. What's up, Joey? Hey, how you guys doing? 
Good. Sounds like you in the gym getting some Man. shots up. Towel game. <laughs> I'm actually I'm watching, lit. I'm watching my um, my roommates play uh, intramural basketball right now. Okay, basketball doesn't stop. Hey, never, uh, never. How's the season going? You got a new coach, uh, new culture going on. Give us some feedback on that. Um, I mean, it's been amazing. It's uh, you know, it's kind of scary when you get a new coach, new staff, new players. You don't really know what to expect, but um, obviously, it's working. I mean, nine and one in the Big Ten, eighteen and five overall. Can't complain at all with how the season's been going so far. That's crazy. But, uh, it's been great. You guys yeah. have definitely exceeded yeah. expectations this year. Definitely, definitely. Now, um, how have you performed personally? Um, I, I, I'm playing more this year than last year. My sh- my shooting percentage isn't as good, but that's probably because I'm playing more, so I get to take more shots. Okay. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I I scored uh, in my first Big Ten game. I've actually I actually have five points in the Big Ten now in my career, all five this year. Uh oh, so, right. It's been, it's been good. It's been good. Just want to keep it rolling. Nice. So. Um, it, now you guys are Nike, a Nike school, and I've yeah. seen on your Snapchat. And, and by the way, my, my co-host Glenn does does one. He doesn't have Snapchat, and secondly, he doesn't believe in Snapchat. That's, that's <laughs> I don't a, I don't believe it as an investment. That's a whole nother story. But I've seen on your Snapchat and Instagram, Instagram stories, uh, you're a shoe head, and you, you post a lot of Lebrons. Uh, what's the shoe game looking like? You guys are getting some exclusives. What's going on with that? Uh, yeah, so we so we're the only school in the country that's uh, exclusively sponsored by LeBron. So we um, other schools will get um, you know one special colorway of the LeBron fifteen or whatever LeBron numbers out, but we get like nine. So wow, so this year we had um, we had a few colorways of the of the LeBron soldiers, a few of the LeBron lows, and a few of the LeBron fifteen. So right now we got. A red, gray, and white pair of the 15s. Those are my favorites. But we also, I we also got. Um, well, I got the LeBron's LeBron One Zoom Generation that retro, and I've been wearing those a little bit. Okay. Um, those are probably my personal personal favorite. But yeah, I mean, I got some some fun little LeBrons that I haven't worn yet that that I definitely will. That maybe aren't team issued, but they're that I'm allowed to wear because they're LeBrons. So there you go. Now have you so met you LeBron? Stay tuned. I have not met LeBron. It's actually the most frustrating thing about my three years so far at Ohio State. <laughs> but we're good now, so he'll come. We're good now, so he'll come. He'll yeah, come. yeah. You think that's why he hasn't been there? Uh, among other things, probably. I mean, he's a family man. Yeah. So he wants to spend time with his family. He's busy. <laughs> but you would yeah, think he would be doing other things. I hear he's tall, though. I hear he's like he's around six nine. So, <laughs> so, so we we meet him. Don't be surprised, Joey. Don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I I hope he does come to a game, and I hope you get to meet him. And you better take a picture. Yeah. And put now, if you take yeah, a picture definitely. with LeBron and you post it, what's your caption going to be? The King and LeBron. Nice. I, I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's right off the top of the head, too. Yeah, that's yeah. Right off the top of the head. I, li- I like that. Now, let's talk about hashtag towel gang. Can you, can you explain to Glenn, our producer Mario, and the people what that's about? Yeah, so um, to me and another kid, his name is Andrew Terrell. He plays for Maryland. Um, me and him kind of started it, and it's basically just a fun way of – you know, fun way of displaying your antics on the bench, right? So mm-hmm. some walk-ons have towels, some don't, but we are two of the guys that have it all the time around our necks, waving it around, whatever. 
And so we basically, like, you know, some people might look at being a walk-on like the guys at the end of the bench don't get to play. We look at it as the guys at the end of the bench that get to celebrate all the time. Mm-hmm. So we so we took that and ran with it, and we have a great time having fun, doing whatever we got to do to get the team riled up, and, if, and it involves towels most of the time. Do you have a logo? Around. Do I what? Do you have a logo? I need one, don't I? Well, you, you, you'll have one by the end of this week, sir. Yeah, Glenn is an okay. artist, Joey. Glenn, you're, you're talking to the right guy. Glenn, Glenn, is, Glenn is the coldest oh, artist in, 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 in the country. That, like, this don't say Glenn's an artist. You didn't, you didn't let me build it up. Okay, break it down. <laughs> uh, Joey, Glenn has not only um, done artwork for my program, he's done artwork for people all over the country. He is Nike. the best. Nike, Adidas. Adidas is biting my stuff as it speaks on, on, on cleats now. Okay, now see, he's, now he's all riled up, so we got we got calm down. <laughs> this is insane. Well, I'm in. Okay. I'm two feet in on that cool. completely. We'll have a towel gang logo on. No doubt. On we got to get the, this merch game started. Out, out the, the, moment, <laughs> the moment your eligibility is over, we're making money off towel game. <laughs> that sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. You're the next Mark Titus. Oh boy! Don't oh come on! He's better. He's better than that. <laughs> Who? Let me ask you this question: Who's the best player that you've seen this year? Uh, Kade Bates Diop, my teammate. Oh wow! Really? Yeah, he he. Well, he's been hurt. He's never been a hundred percent since I've really been there. And now you're seeing him at a hundred percent, and he's unstoppable. Yeah. I mean, at times, obviously, no one is literally unstoppable except for me, but. <laughs> he, he he gets to his spots and he's got a seven four wingspan. Man. He's six eight. You can't block his shot. Yeah, and you're seeing it. I mean, he's got I think it's like eight double doubles this year, and and he's at the next level. He's a he's a winger, a guard. He's not he's playing the four right now for us. But I mean, he's yeah he's he affects the game on both ends. He goes to the other team's best player. I mean, he. Yeah. I mean, he, I could go on and on about him. He's the greatest guy I know also. So that just, I mean, makes it even better. Gotcha. But, yeah, he's better he than me, Chuck. all the stuff that's going on. Yeah, he's... Yeah, I don't know. It's close, actually. That's close. Thank but you. Thank he's you, He's up there. He I appreciate up there. that. Now, now, Joey... You can ask Nancy Lane about that one. She'll uh, give you a straight answer. That's, that's my girl, man. Your, your mom is... You're both your mother and father are such great people. When I went to the Ohio State game this year and I sat right next to your mom and spent some time with your dad before in Chicago, man. Just great, great people. So you, you, you come from, from great stock. So let me ask you about, yeah. I know, I know music is such a big thing amongst not only basketball player, but basketball players, but young people. Have you had a chance to really absorb the two new Drake songs, God's plan and diplomatic immunity? You know what? When that, when God's plan and the, when those songs came out, we played them in our locker room for, I don't know, 30 minutes straight after. It was Jesus. after we beat Nebraska at home. We listened to it at least seven times. Which song do, so you, what song I, do you like better? God's Plan is, that's a hit. Yep. That's, 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 that's going to be a hit for a long time, too. Why doesn't Drake come out with videos anymore? Because if, if he came out with a video for Passion Fruit, that would have that dominated 2017. Right. I agree. It's, it is funny how, yeah, he, he He's at the point where he could write a song about cardboard and everyone would love it. But <laughs> True. He, he, he's, he's, he's crazy. That God's Plan is going to be a great song for a long time. I, can't, I haven't really listened to Diplomatic Community enough, but, I mean, God, I mean, God's Plan is great. I don't get sick of it. I don't, I, it's, I've listened to it on repeat for a long time, and, and I haven't gotten sick of it yet. Now, have you heard the Migos, Culture 2? 
Yeah. Um, I've listened to most songs, and I'd say my favorite on that one is probably going to be the same as a lot of people, uh, Stir Fry. Yeah. That's my... The video just dropped yeah, this that, morning, too. Yes, and that is, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it is awesome. Nice. So, yeah, so we, we were talking about that today in the hot tub after practice. So, wow. Great music video. <laughs> That's what you guys talk about in the hot tub, Migo track. So, yeah, music. What's, what's your, uh, what's, what's your guys' next game? Tomorrow uh, at home against Indiana. Okay. That's a big one. Archie Miller. There we go. Now, have you looked at the rest of your schedule and said, okay, I can get in this game right here? Have you, do you have a couple you know, circled? You don't have to say any names, but do you have a couple wish, circled? No, I wish I could think like that, but the truth is, is that whenever I think like that, the game is closer than it should be. So uh, I'm I, not even going to cross that bridge. I know that Even feeling. though I would love to get in another game. Would now, love to. Now, when, when you're getting in, Joey, are you putting that bad boy up? Of course. <laughs> is that a okay. question? Okay. Don't don't hey don't run the offense. Yeah. Shh, don't run it. Just shoot it. What what what, what oh, offense? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my uh the I offenses used... feed me when I get in the game. That's right. I, see? That's the right mentality. Joey, you you definitely are one of my favorite uh walk-ons. So Well, um, I appreciate that. You're welcome. I I plan to come to another game. Um I hope to be at another uh another home game very soon. I have to look at the schedule. Good. And I appreciate any. I appreciate the tickets when you hook me up when I come. So maybe I can bring Glenn with yeah, me. I got, I got to show up to a house take out. I was I was up in the arena. Um, a friend of a friend was cool with Evan Turner a few years ago, and I was I was kicking it with with, with Evan um, for 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 a brief bit. And what's that? Twenty eleven. So so yeah, I got I got to go to an actual game now. But see, the problem with traveling with Meech is Meech doesn't. Meech might like the Migos, but he doesn't like culture. So. The chance of him going to like a museum or, or something oh, I want to no, check out is, 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 is that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's he's uh, Joey. Glenn is way too cultural. I'm, I'm about the malls. I'm about the museums, and, and, and I'm about the, I'm about about the women. And, and, and <laughs> no, we agree on that. <laughs> we, so, hey, hey, Joey, we really appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, we'll definitely at some point soon get you back on, and hopefully get in the game awesome. and uh, and get some buckets. Okay. Definitely. Appreciate you guys having me. All right, Joe. Oh, no doubt. We'll talk to you, bud. All right. Take talk care. Talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye. So, Glenn, this leads us. Wait, so, wait, so nobody going to ask him about the Penn State game? Nah, I was leaving that alone. Okay. That was tough. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw it. That w- that wasn't good. Yeah, yeah. I was I was waiting for somebody to, to talk about it. Yeah. Quit being a hater, Mario. Yeah, I didn't want to bring that up. <laughs> you would have. You wanted to, didn't you? I did, but I didn't want to disrespect <laughs> him like that. Yeah. Might want to leave that one alone. Hey, I want to jump into our uh, blast from the past. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So uh, this artist, Glenn, is 49 years old. Okay. The song we're about to play was a hit in 1995. Okay. All right. His real name, I hope this doesn't give it away. His real name is Orville Richard Burrell. Okay. Mario, drop it. Oh, yeah. We want to do some romantic, fantastic lover. Shut it. Mr. Lover Lover. Mm. Mr. Lover Lover. Girl. Mr. Lover Lover. Mm. Mr. Lover Lover. She 
Glenn? Shaggy. You know, do you know how he got the name Shaggy? No. After Scooby-Doo. Okay. <laughs> okay. Simple as that. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Shaggy's dope to me. Like, 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 I think we all saw Shaggy last night make an appearance with, yep. with Sting. And I feel as though I made a joke about, about seeing Shaggy every five years about, about all we need to have. Right. But I think we need more Shaggy. He, he isn't that bad of an artist. Yeah, like that. That it wasn't me. Song is cut. Right. And and, and the thing about Sh- Shaggy to me never really fell off. He just doesn't make music yeah. that I know about. So, but when he makes something that comes to my attention, I like it. And the thing I like about Shaggy is he doesn't seem to be like struggling. Like Shaggy seems like, yeah, if you want me, I'll come out. But I'm not. I'm not forcing yeah, my. my I'm not to. forcing my work on you. I'm right, good. Right. I'm, I'm Shaggy. Right. You need me to shoot this jump shot. I yeah, got you. Exactly. Exactly. Shaggy's there. He's there for what you need him for, and <laughs> and, and and nothing more. I feel Shaggy has a a nice house and a nice car and is living well. And you know, I got my five million dollars. Y'all, y'all live your life. You need Shaggy. I'm a phone call away. Holler at your boy, <laughs> Mario. You want to chime in on Shaggy? I feel like you have an opinion on Shaggy. Mar- Mario based his haircut today off of Shaggy. I don't. I don't know if I would prefer Shaggy the singer or Shaggy from Scooby Doo. I might give it to Easy. Shaggy. I might give it to Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Mario. Well, I mean, that, that's a beloved character. No, th- but think about it. Think about it. If Shaggy was never around, how many guys? How many of those villains would they have caught? Because he was the, really the only one that understood Scooby Doo. <laughs> think about that. The thing really- about Shaggy, you know, we say like as much as we do. How how much of our current vernacular is stemming from the fact that Shaggy said like whenever he he spoke to like you know you know how he would do that thing like like yeah yeah how many that. times do we have to do it? like he would always say yeah, like yeah. and now modern people say like probably more than any other word and you think that's a result I of heard Shaggy I heard Scooby that Doom. someone actually really? suggested that Shaggy was responsible for that in the same way that that Manute Bowl has been posthumously credited with my bad. They said Manute Bowl when he first came to America, when he would say wrong, he, he would say my bad, and that that grew from that. So, so he I've never heard he that. arguably is the person started my bad, and Shaggy is is arguably our most influential linguistic influence of post nineteen ninety five culture and this United States of America. Only on the No Further Comments podcast. Where else you got to get? Hey, this? You know what? I, I I think Glenn should just create a book. And it's just a facts by Glenn. <laughs> it's, it's already written. <laughs> it's in the works. Facts by it's, Glenn. I, I will purchase that. I'm considering it's, writing a book of basically who is the coolest MF on the planet every single year going from like maybe the 70s on. Like like Jordan had the title for work. I was saying like is Jay-Z still the coolest person on the planet? You know what I'm saying? Because he certainly was mm-hmm. in like say circa – 2000 to 2005 mm-hmm. but you know like someone like you know in different years different people w- 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 was cool you know what I mean and like that always is changing like Muhammad Ali was obviously like the coolest dude of the 70s so you're asking who's been cool for the entire well just every year like who was the coolest person in oh. 1986 you know it was Michael Jordan mm-hmm. but who else who was in contention for 86 it might be somebody who's, who's whack now like Mike like, Tyson Michael yeah, like Jackson yeah Mike Tyson LL Cool J you know what I'm saying? So what do you plan Run. to do with this? I would just think about just, just, just documenting that, and that might be a, a possible book idea. Just, you know, the coolest MF on the planet 
Buck Glenn Rally. <laughs> would you buy that, Mario? I would buy that. There you have it. Now, ship it gold. Back to somebody cool, Shaggy. Shaggy was in the U.S. Marine Corps. Yeah. You knew that? Yeah. He also has released 12 studio albums. Man, I got see, I got to take some Shaggy to the head. I'm sure Shaggy's <laughs> got, like I said, I don't hear no Shaggy that I don't like. I don't hear a ton of Shaggy. Yeah. He, but- <laughs> he, ri- he rides the beat, whatever beat he's on. Like last night when he performed with Sting, he wrote, he rode that very well. And that's yeah. not an easy. And he looks like he's aged well, too. Well, I will say this. And somebody pointed this out to me uh, last night. Shaggy in 2018 looks just like Jim Jones in 2018. That's that's crazy, yeah. Isn't it? Yeah, that is true. Shaggy and Jim Jones need to do a track together. <laughs> Whether they notice or not, that needs that needs to occur. You shaking your head, Mario? You not, I, I'm, not, I'm okay. I'm okay on that. <laughs> you uh, try to, I feel like Shaggy. Somebody. I'm here I for saw, Shaggy. I'm not here for Jim Jones in 2018. <laughs> By the way, I lo- I love the phrase "I'm here for." That that like like you know people say that now. Right. Who 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 brought that? I don't know, but whoever did that, I'm a plot. I saw a, a, a meme and it had Blue Ivy talking to Beyonce last night, kind of like like doing some sort of little hand gesture. Mm-hmm. And said, "Whatever Blue Ivy is doing right now, I'm here for it." <laughs> I think I saw some of those memes. Yeah, she's a trip. Blue Ivy. I'm all, uh, she's got personality. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm fully supportive of, of whatever Blue Ivy's doing. Is she. I, I'm here for it. Are you surprised she looked that much like Jay Z? I think she's a re- I've seen old. You think she's a of mixture Beyonce. of the two? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I mean she she doesn't look dead on Jay Z, and that means she doesn't look look dead. You know what I'm saying? I think she she's a sixty forty, probably more more J than B, but yeah. not 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 so much. So I'm interested to see what the uh, twins look like. Yeah, I don't know. No, because here's something I didn't realize. I didn't realize that that when you have a a boy and a girl twin that they weren't identical i thought they were mm-hmm. they were identical as far as i mean i guess it, it makes sense obviously but that's something i didn't realize until like 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 last year and i had a conversation with my mom she was like no they're not the same and i'm like they're not like you know i just thought like hmm. one was a boy or a girl but they still basically had the same features just one was their different sex organs like no yeah, they're yeah. actually different that's just the, that's the same as if a a boy and a girl were uh, or or two boys were like nine nine yeah, yeah, yeah. whatever yeah yeah right so I that, didn't I didn't know that yeah that 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 tripped me out I was I was like debating it where I was like let me check this out I, I I'd never you know I thought I knew everything it turns out my mom had one over me so there you have it you got you got to add that to the book yeah that's it and by the way Glenn when he's wrong he admits that he's wrong <laughs> Sh- shout out shout out to me for that anything. <laughs> Mario, I like when Mario just stares at me when you're talking. Mario, anything you want to add to that? Hey, when, when he's wrong, he admits that he's wrong. <laughs> they have it. That's so, so shout out to. Is that's what a man? He does. has some. He got something wrong. Admitted that he didn't know something, but still found a way to give himself credit. <laughs> Be, because it's the mag, it's the magnanimous way in which you you do things like that 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 that, that, that reveal your character. Bring that Shaggy back in. <laughs> we want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the No Further Comments podcast, a.k.a. the NFC. I'm your co-host, Alex Meacham. And I'm Glenn Riley. I apologize for nothing. And I, I want to say something because I, I never got to tell you earlier. Yeah. But Meach, the question that you asked about Tom Brady being the greatest professional athlete ever, how dare you not even bring up and defend your guy Floyd Mayweather next podcast I will do that thank you for bringing that up
Fantastic, I'm Mr. Rose. Oh, romantic, I'm fantastic. I'm Mr. Rose. Oh, romantic, I'm fantastic. I'm Mr. Rose. Oh, romantic, I'm fantastic. I'm Mr. Rose. O